Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. On this podcast, we give education and information on topics related to senior health care. This podcast is brought to you by Minute Women Home Care, a home health agency located in Lexington, Massachusetts. My name's Ryan McKenneth, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, Tools for Everyday Caregiving, where we provide you education and information relating to senior care topics. And today we're going to continue on our subject of managing expectations, and today we're going to be discussing about high-hour cases. Now, last week we spoke about low-hour cases and some of the challenges to to having a, a, a case where it's 20, 25 hours or under. And, and to summarize that, the issues are uh, you have caregiver changing, um, you're going to have uh, uh, to be flexible, maybe the days or the exact times that you're looking for are not going to match up with what the agency can do, and it just can be difficult to maintain the same caregivers in the home for a long period of time. Now, with the high-hour cases, those come with their own challenges and things that you should be aware of if you know that you're going to be needing, you know, 8, 10, 12, 24 hours a day of care. Um, And so I'm here with Janet, as always, and we're going to get into some of the high-hour cases. So I'll let you take the first talking point. Um, What do you think about the high-hour cases? Well, on the high-hour cases, it it depends, again, on what is the the support system's need. Um, Oftentimes, it can be um, during the day while family members are at work. They don't need anybody overnight, but they need someone uh, 9 to 5 or on up to that. And where it becomes a challenge is how many caregivers are needed. If it's over 40 hours, just like any business, you're dealing with an overtime situation. Um, if you have a, a 40-hour job, which is um, 8 to 5 for the caregiver, and we've had a number of those, you have the issue of there is one caregiver, which everybody thinks is great, unless that person needs a day off or calls in sick, and now this replacement is like a stranger. Um, if you have what is very common, which are 12-hour cases, Um, And if that's seven days a week, you know, you're going to be needing probably three caregivers to cover that without incurring overtime costs. And there's a whole set of things that goes with that, too. Absolutely. And, you know, and the more caregivers or the more cooks in the kitchen, the more confusing it can get, without a doubt, especially to start some of these cases. I would say that if we get a case that's 16, 12 hours or more, that first week is really critical to get that first seven days, I should say, of the case is really critical to smooth out any wrinkles or issues that are going on, whether that's on the caregiver side or the client side, because it really determines you want to get off to the right foot. Because a lot of these people that are getting um, high hour cases have gone from being completely independent and they maybe they had a fall or they had an issue to now not having a moment or what they feel is not having a moment of privacy. Somebody's in the home with them 24 hours a day or 12 hours a day basically when they're always awake and then when they go to sleep, nobody's there. Um, so you want to get it off to a right start. So with many different caregivers comes different challenges. You have a lot of caregivers that want to... Um, 
be on this case, be with that client because it's a highly desired amount of hours. But with that comes the issues of overtime, which you mentioned, but also trying to find the right caregivers for the right situation. You're going to have your A's and your B's and your C caregivers. You're going to have, as you said, what was the... Mary Poppins. You're going to have your Mary Poppins, the person, the perfect caregiver that that does everything right and gets along with everything. Then you're going to have the, the group of caregivers that they do a good job, but they just, you feel that they don't have that personal connection or maybe they just, they don't do it perfectly the way that your mom or dad likes it. And then you're going to have the caregivers that you might want replaced, that you think are adequate, but there aren't, um, they aren't perfect for the situation. Or you might keep them, but just say, hey, limit their amount of hours. They keep my mom safe. They do a good job, but there isn't that personal connection there. Or they're not uh, making the bed the perfect way that my dad likes it every time. And for some reason, they can't get trained on it. But they're not endangering my parents in any way. They're just not as perfect as Mary Poppins is. Right. I mean, Mary Poppins, she she knows how to, um, you know, make the perfect meal, make the perfect bed, like you said. And and Mary Poppins also has that crystal ball to know what your favorite of this is and your dislike of that is. And you can have a caregiver who is very skilled and very safety conscious, but the family doesn't find that person as personable as someone who's really personable and the client loves them personally, but they forgot to do something or they just don't seem to, um, you don't feel as good about for whatever reason. Sure. The chemistry piece is, is huge as, as well as the, the technical part. And, and absolutely rightly so. If you have somebody in your home for 12 hours a day, you want to like that person. You want to have a connection with that person ideally. You don't want them to be a stranger that's taking care of you. Um, so you want to have some type of connection. I completely understand that. Um, another issue with the many moving parts is you have you have more likely you, it's it's there are pros and cons, right? You have you have the higher chance that somebody's going to have a flat tire, that somebody's going to have an emergency with their kid and they can't make it in, and. Mary Poppins has an emergency and they, they have to go or they're going to be half an hour late and that causes an issue because you have people coming and going at all different times, um, two or three different times in a day. Um, the benefit of that is you should have ideally people to be able to cover on somebody when they're sick or they're, they, they have an upcoming medical uh, uh, issue that they need a small surgery or whatever it might be, a funeral, a vacation, you should be able to cover that. But you also, since you're relying on so these caregivers so much, that there's a higher chance of somebody coming and going and being late or um, you know forgetting their shift or whatever it might be. It does happen even though we try to avoid that. Yeah, I think when, when we have multiple people on a case, if we get the good chemistry cases, which we do the majority of the time, we want one of the people that may has one of the other days be the fill-in so that you're not bringing in someone Brand that new. has not been on the case. And yet that will happen. There are emergencies. Snowstorms are, are classic situations where, you know, you, you have to um, safety first in the care of the client. And maybe it's not someone they're familiar with. So they're not going to cut the crust off the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And But at the end of the day, it won't be the end of the world. Yes. And and so that's and that's the the kind of the difficulties with some of the high hours and we talked about it a little bit but with the overtime as well, I mean that becomes an issue too because um, if somebody needs to leave and you know we need to fill that case, 
or those hours, do you want somebody brand new or do you want somebody with overtime? And then there's additional charges with that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just that time and a half ends up, you know, being very costly. I mean, for us, it's close to $40 an hour um, versus our regular costs of $27 an hour. Um, so that limits it because we get the calls like, we love this Mary Poppins. We want her as much as possible. And then they forget about that overtime issue, but that becomes a problem as well. I guess the perfect case is a 40 hour case where you have the Mary Poppins. You love her so much. She lives five minutes away she and you don't have to, the car gets yeah, a flat. <laughs> and, and you know, she only needs 40 hours a week, but those cases are few and far between, unfortunately. Yeah, and and I think, too, um, to keep in mind, when you do bring in someone that is a, a fill-in or not accustomed to a case, um, and as we had talked in, in previous podcasts about short hours, we have to remember that little piece of just knowing where things are. And, uh, you know, when you get a group that work as a team and everybody knows where the extra towels are in and whatever, that goes back to expectations, too. We have to make sure that we show them where things are. I don't know where you keep the dustpan and mop in your house, and you probably don't know where I keep mine. So, you know, um, or whether to cut the crust off the sandwich is, is a popular one. Absolutely. Well, you know, this kind of gives us you an idea of, of what the challenges are with a high hour case because you just can have a lot of moving parts going on and it's a lot of uh, different shifts to fill and it's trying to get a whole team of, if you have a 24 hour case, that's 12 hour shifts, you're talking, you might have, on the low end, you have eight caregivers in your home, different caregivers in your home. Um, on the high end, you could have 10. Depending on who can work what shifts and and the overtime constraints and all of those those different things, so you need to get in theory up to ten people on the same page with what's going on with your your this case and with this client and exactly what the needs are. And it takes a lot of work, not only on the the home health agency on us, but it also there is training on the the client side as well because we make a care plan we expressly put in that care plan what needs to be done for Jane Doe every single day but that care plan doesn't necessarily tell everybody in the world exactly where the dustpan is and where the the which cabinet the foods in and which cabinet the the utensils are in and where everything is stored in the house because it's always so unique. So that's where you have not only the family, but other caregivers that have been there that are there to train somebody new on where all these um, different nuances are with each case. So it, it, it can be a lot of, a lot of moving parts going on. So that's what you can expect for the most part after the first week, maybe two weeks, things smooth out. And then all of a sudden you have the caregivers in there you like. Everybody knows where everything is and where and it needs to be. And they're working as a team. And then they're working as a team. But it does take a good week to iron out and maybe sometimes 14 days to iron out all those wrinkles and then get everything running smoothly. Right. And and many times if someone's coming home from the hospital or coming home from rehab, you know, the, the classic scenario is they get the call that they're coming home that Friday and you're pulling everything together and you're trying to figure out which end is up just in, in your whole world and the transportation of getting the person home or whatever, and you're throwing this on top. So it, it takes some patience and it takes a little, you got to 
feel that you can put some faith in to whoever is coordinating the care. Absolutely. It can be a chaotic situation as well yep. where somebody didn't, like you said, somebody didn't think they were going home and then 3 o'clock on a Friday, hey, you're going to be home in three hours. Figure it out. And then we're getting the call at 6 o'clock at night saying, I need somebody now. So it, it, it takes some while. So that gives you kind of the, the insight on what happens on our end and managing that expectation on the client's end of what's going to happen if you're looking at a high-hour case. So thank you very much for listening. We'll have something out next week on Livins. And in the meantime, you can listen to some of our other podcasts. We appreciate you listening to us. Our podcasts come out on a weekly basis. And uh, you will hear from us soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Caregiver's Toolbox podcast, which is brought to you by Minute Women Home Care Services, located in Lexington, Massachusetts. Call us at 1-844-BEST-CARE if you have caregiving questions or needs. For comments regarding the podcast, find us on Twitter. Our handle is at MWHomeCare. Thanks again, and we look forward to hearing from you.